Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, episode 34, talking about sickness and sleep, because you're probably rushing off to get flu shots or maybe fill up on your essential oils, grab as many oranges as you can, get the elderberry syrup, whatever you're doing, you are in full mode of protection for your family so that no one's getting sick. And inevitably, at the end of my time with families, they always ask me how to handle when their child gets sick because they don't want to go back to square one and they will do anything to ensure that sleep is preserved. So today I want to walk you through those strategies. I'm going to share with you my favorite tools when your child is sick, things that you can actually use to help. I'll talk through how to handle those night wakings that will come when they're not feeling so good. Then I'm going to share with you how you're going to know things are back on track and get those sleep expectations right back to where you were in the first place. Before I get into that though, I have got to say thank you. Y'all, I shared with you that we were really aiming for over 20,000 downloads. I was just 37 shy of this a couple days ago. And I shared it with Instagram and Facebook. And now, as I checked earlier this morning, we are well surpassed that. And I am blown away and how many people and how many countries are listening to this. When we started this podcast, I love to talk, so I was really excited to just bring you strategies, but I never imagined there would be people all over the world listening. So thank you wherever this finds you. I am so grateful that you're here, and it is my ultimate hope and desire that every week you are gleaning strategies and getting more information from this podcast. And would you do me one more favor? I would so value to hear your feedback. I want to know what you like. I would love to know what you think about this podcast and even how I can improve it. So if you could go down into the iTunes review section and tell me about this podcast and what it's meant for you, what's been a win and what's something that you have used as a takeaway, I would love to hear your stories of how this podcast has benefited your family. If you don't know how to do that, all you need to do, if you are on the iTunes app or if you're listening on my website, you can always leave comments. But on iTunes, you can scroll all the way down in my show and you can hit all the stars, whichever one you think this show deserves. Hint, hint, wink, wink, a five. And you can give me a five-star review and leave me your comment about what you think. I would love to hear. So now let's get into sickness and sleep and how we can preserve any amount of sleep possible and ensure that sleep, which is the best medicine, can help your baby or your child overcome their sickness. So maybe your child is not sick right now, but I want you to go out and purchase these three things. The first is a cool mist humidifier. Now you might be wondering why cool, why not warm, or maybe you had no idea that there are such things as warm mist humidifiers. Be careful when you go to the store because it's sometimes in fine print, and I just want you to be aware of that. Please don't use a warm mist humidifier because this is steam and we don't want children, of course, around steam. So the whole point of a humidifier is it will help to ease coughing and congestion that could be due to a cold. In our home, we run our humidifiers all the time, all day, all night. And I love this one particular. I will link in the show notes below. I happen to like it because it doesn't require a whole lot of water, which makes us clean it every day like you're supposed to. So definitely want to make sure that you've got that on and well cleaned. Cool mist humidifier, number one tool. The next thing I want you to be getting is baby vapor rub or maybe just regular vapor rub if you have older kids. This stuff is like magic in a bottle. Y'all, I've told you about 
Vaporub, right? This stuff is incredible. So at bedtime routine, here's what I want you to do. Make sure you got that cool mist humidifier on and make sure you've got baby vapor rub on your little one. Now, if we're talking newborns, I really wouldn't recommend anything like that. Perhaps ask your pediatrician, you know, maybe it's your four month check-in if you're able to use that. I just want to make sure um, skin sensitivities and all those things when they're really, really young, we avoid that. But starting at about six months old, we started to use baby vapor rub on our girls and it was a game changer. So we always put a little bit on the front of their chest and a little bit on their back. I've heard people say they put it on the feet and put socks on. For us, the chest and the back work just fine. So I love baby vapor rub or regular vapor rub for older kids. And I just really, truly feel like it works. So baby vapor rub, cool mist humidifier. And if you have some type of nose sucker outer thing like the nose Frida um, or that little bulb syringe, use that as well during that evening time before they actually get into bed so that they feel comfortable. Now, if your baby is real sick and they have medicines they need to take or you are doing Motrin or Tylenol or something, this is also the time I'd like you to do that if that's what you've been prescribed and directed to by your pediatrician. A bonus tip here for all the girl moms out there, if your little one has long hair, put their hair back in a ponytail so they don't get snot on their hair and it gets stuck to their face. Give them a ponytail at bedtime. It is so much easier. So at bedtime routine, we want to focus on giving them the comfort. Then once they are asleep during the night, here's how I want you to handle night wakings. If and when your child wakes up, don't you feel like you have to wait any amount of time before you go help them? You will know because every baby has their distinct cries and we as moms, we know exactly what that sounds like when they need you. So I would absolutely want you to go right away and help them out. Maybe this is time for more meds. Maybe you pick them out of the crib or sit them up in their bed and wipe their nose, get them a sip of water, give them some more baby vapor rub. And here's the kicker. They need to go back to sleep on their own. So while you might pick your baby up to suck out their nose, give them some vapor rub, if your child knows how to independently self-soothe, that's what they're going to want to do. So you might feel like, oh, poor, poor baby, I need to sit here and rock you back to sleep. But when all reality is they know how to go to sleep and we are trying to bend the rules that we've laid just so wonderfully for them. So don't go bending things, put them back into the crib, allow them to go back to sleep on their own because that's what they know and that's what they really want anyways. If you are dealing with a little one who really truly needs that comfort, I totally get it. When my youngest was, I think about nine or 10 months old, she got a stomach bug and it was the most pathetic thing. My oldest has never had a stomach bug, like knock on wood or something. And my youngest was just like that little rag doll. I mean, the girl was so miserable and we picked her out of her crib. They also share a room and I didn't want to disturb my oldest one. So we picked her up. This was at 4.30 in the morning. Picked her up out of her bed because she'd thrown up everywhere and she was still sleeping. She like woke up, threw up and then went back to sleep. So we went up there, cleaned her up, actually brought her to our room and just flopped down in the middle of our bed. And I don't think she actually ever woke up. She just stayed asleep the whole time. And I'm saying this because in those times you are going to bend the rules when they are not feeling good at all. And you've got to give them the comfort that you need. Please, by all means, do that. Do not hear me saying that you should put your baby back down to sleep or get your child back down to sleep if you need to maybe supervise them or they're too little and you need to make sure that they get cleaned up because they're vomiting in their sleep, things like that. Please take any and all opportunities that you need to help your child through that, okay? 
So typically when you are not feeling good, you're wanting more sleep. So your little one who maybe doesn't nap anymore, well, they might need a nap just to help kind of recuperate and make their body feel better. If you notice that they're sleepy, guide them to their room, maybe sit with them, let them know it's okay to close their eyes. You'll come back to check on them, give them all their comforts. Totally, totally fine. If they're a young baby who maybe has multiple naps during the day, they might take more than their typical three hours during the day or more than their typical four hours during the day, depending on how old they are. And that is okay. I want them to catch up. Now, you are going to know and you will understand when they feel better because their demeanor will change. Maybe their fever is gone. If they're an older kiddo, they're going to ask to go outside, you know, play, things like that. So here's where it's honestly up to you when you know that they've turned the corner and they're feeling better. That's when you need to get right back into those expectations. So if you are an older child who is maybe three or four or five, and your little one has perhaps been sleeping with you because they've been just really, really sick, you might have to remind them and show them those bedtime cards that I talked about in episode 31. You might have to go back to those cards and tell them about the bedtime routine for a toddler or preschooler and remind them, hey, remember, we get in our bed, we close our eyes, we are quiet, and we sleep until the clock turns green. You're probably going to have to remind them about that for a couple of nights, and that is really okay. We just want to get them back on track with where they were before. If we're dealing with babies here, again, it's all about the bedtime routine. So I really want to make sure we focus back. And if you've perhaps been rocking or patting or coddling your little one to go to sleep for bedtime, whereas before you put them in their crib and they fell asleep on their own within 10 minutes, let's get back to that. Focus back in on that bedtime routine. Perhaps you need to remind them with whatever sleep training strategy you used before. It can be normal and okay to have to go and repeat that night one or night two experience when they're feeling better and you're just reminding them this is what we do. That's what I want you to look for. Now, whenever a family contacts me and says, hey, we want to start sleep training, but my little one is sick, I have to make sure that child has been fever free for 24 hours. So if your little one is still lingering with a fever, that's when we're still keeping our sick expectations down. But once they are clear from that and they're feeling so much better and the fever has been free for 24 hours, that's your signal to get back to where you were all the way in the beginning. Now that we feel more armed and ready for dealing with sickness and sleep, I hope you don't have to do any of this stuff, but maybe implement a coolness humidifier think that's so powerful. So maybe that's the one takeaway. Anyways, I hope that this was helpful and that you were able to deal with your baby toddler sickness in a way that helps you stay on target of your child's sleep goals. Thank you so much for being here today. Sweet dreams. See you next time.